Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, all you courageous cause champions. It's a day to be courageous. I was not courageous yesterday. I was just um, overwhelmed with a lot of stuff, so I did not go live or do the podcast yesterday. But today, I am here. I am on the microphone. This is Lainey Friedrich. This is episode 34 of the Couch to 5A podcast, and we are live. We're doing a Facebook Live on the Courageous Cause Champions page. Hey, today's topic is Lainey goes to, Lainey's going to Lansing in future tense. I don't know that I'll ever go there in person, but um, I have been going there virtually. Here's what's been happening. As I mentioned a few episodes ago, I have started volunteering with the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact to try and get that passed here in Michigan. And starting from zero, like not not remembering anything about government or civics or whatever they taught me in junior high and high school, or if I learned any of this in college, it's all gone. I mean, it, it's gone. I mean, the thing I remember is uh, <laughs> the schoolhouse rock you know, conjunction, junction, what's your function? They have the song about, I'm just a bill. I'm just a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. And now I'm off to the White House where I think I belong with a lot of other bills. La, 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 la. Something about going to committee. I remember that from that song. I'm going to have to look up that song. There's something about going to committee. And here's why that's important. So last year, um, this, the Michigan Senate actually introduced the bill, Senate Bill 1117. You would think with all those ones and that lucky seven, it would have passed. This is to enter into the interstate national popular vote interstate compact. And um, I think, I'm going to double check, but I think the language on these, on these bills has to be consistent with all the other states that are in the national popular vote interstate compact. So it's no controversy. Well, I thought to myself, okay, there were a bunch of senators who um, co-sponsored the bill. There were 15 Republicans and 10 Democrats. So I decided to make an Excel spreadsheet, which I did with the names of the Michigan senators and their, you know, by district, and then the Michigan um representatives because at some point it, it has to be passed in both houses and then get signed by the governor ideally. Um, so I went through this list of the co-sponsor names that were on here and on my spreadsheet I wanted to find out I was going to note if um, these people were still in office this this term or if not and just make a note because I thought, okay, well, let me figure out, you know, kind of like when I was in banking and I had to figure out, like, where's this borrower at and, you know, where, where, where are we, where do I want this situation to go and what do I have to do in the middle? So i pretty clear on where I wanted to go, wanted to go to Michigan passing this and it getting signed, this bill getting signed into law. Um, but I wasn't at all clear on the starting point. And we just, this uh, campaign, as far as we, I can tell, has not been organized yet here in Michigan on like the grassroots effort. Obviously, there were conversations by legislators because this Senate bill got introduced. So 
some people had energy around that. So anyway, what uh, what I thought is, let me get the lay of the land. Let me figure out where the starting point was. So I wrote down the names of all the centers in this Excel spreadsheet. And so then I started going out and looking up, and I found a website called Ballotpedia, which is kind of cool. It's Ballotpedia, just kind of like Wikipedia, but it has to do with elected officials. And I went out on um, Ballotpedia, and it told me like each senator's name. I looked up each senator, and it told me if they were still in that position or if they'd been term limited out or if they had lost in election or whatever. So I noted that. I noted that on the line for that particular district because I thought that'll be, I think, helpful to say to the new person, you know, hey, I'm sure you already knew this, but your predecessor in your district was a co-sponsor of this bill. Because what we want to do is find out, like, of the senators and representatives, like, who knows about this interstate compact already? And if they don't, you know, get them information on it. But if they do, are they interested in being a co-sponsor of the bill? And if not, why? You know, what is it that they are unsure about or unclear about? Um, or opposed to about the bill, and then kind of start working that. Well, I thought. Well, um, then I thought. Well, well, what happened with this one? Like, what? This is like a drama. It's like you know, you come into the story, and here we are, and there was no Senate bill, and now the movie is going to go to the backstory to find out what happened before now. Ho ho! Because this was introduced in on September fifth, so beginning of September, and it never. He, so I went out on um, the, there was a link, actually, the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact. Well, it's the National Popular Vote website. has a great uh, database of information, or database, however you want to say it, um, of information by state. So I clicked on MI for Michigan, and it had this bill. And this is how I found out about all this information, the backstory I found out from that group. And it had all the information about... Um, so this bill got um, presented, um, introduced, and then it was referred to committee. It was referred to the elections and something else committee. Um, and I thought, well, what happens to that in committee? And this National Popular Vote website had a little link to an article about what happened in that committee. Uh, and, you know, this story just gets more and more interesting um, so let me pull this up because I don't want to lose if I switch over to the screen. I mean, I guess I could, but, um, let me look here. I just want to give you the highlights of the whole, I mean, you could go back if you wanted to and look it up, um, yourself or just let me know and I can send you the link. But, um, so here, here is the, um, so here's the story. This, this went to committee and there were all kinds of supporters uh, giving testimony at the hearing, at the committee hearing. There was no one, no one, there was not one, not one person, not one individual testified to the committee in opposition of this bill. However, uh, the chair of the committee did not want to take it to a vote when the, when someone, one of the co-sponsors of the bill asked him, why don't you want to take this to a vote? He clearly 
responded, and this is a quote, we're waiting to vote because it's my discretion to call for it. Wow. It's, that's a big F you. Like, I don't want it to go anywhere, and so it's not going to go anywhere. That's it. Nobody's opposed to it. This is ridiculous. This, this is ridiculous that a valid piece of legislation that has no opposition, and it was supported by, how many is that, 25 of our, I don't know, like 36 or something legislators, I mean, you freaking got, well, more than a majority has got bipartisan support. Oh, no, it's just going to sit there. It's going to just die in committee. And I wrote on my notes, died in committee by David Robertson. Killed. He was killed by David Robertson. Because I, I think, I'm pretty sure that when these bills get introduced in a year, if they're not voted, if they're not passed, they have to be reintroduced the next year. Ugh. So stupid. So I was glad to see that Mr. Committee Chair is, got term limited out. Thank you, term limit gods. Um, and so I wanted to find out, okay, who's the chair now? That's important to know because when this bill gets reintroduced, um, who's going to be the chair of that committee? So the story gets thicker. The new chair of the committee is from the same guy's district. So it's a woman now, and she's also a Republican. I, did I mention that he was a Republican? Which is not, it shouldn't matter that he's a Republican because the majority of the people sponsoring this bill were Republicans. So it had wide Republican support. So he's not even, he's not even acting um, appropriately for, on behalf of his own freaking party. That's crazy. So anyway, Ruth Johnson is now in that, she is now the chair of that committee, and it's a, a very appropriately so because she was Michigan's Secretary of State for two terms. She just got um, um, replaced with uh, Jocelyn Benson, who is a Democrat. Yay, I love Jocelyn. Um, anyway, so Ruth is very well-versed in election everything because she was our Secretary of State for so long. So, um, so maybe she will be in support of this very highly in support of it. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to sleuth out. I'm going to, well, I'm going to call her office and find out. I mean, basically, and there are a couple, there's, I think five maybe of the original 25 people who um, co-sponsored this bill that are still in positions. Um, they're still, you know, they got reelected or weren't, weren't up for election or whatever it was. Um, so they're still, they still have a Senate seat. Um, so those are the people I can also say, Hey, how can I help? Uh, you know, how, we, how can we help you get this? You know, where, where can we help you get support for this? Because if you're going to co-sponsor it again, we have some volunteers and we want to help. We want to help the process. So I don't, I mean, ridiculous, really. I mean, uh, I don't care. And nobody notices like you not, I, I could go on and on about how hard it was for me to get this information. Like you can't just easily look it up. Like I didn't even know, like when I went out on the Michigan 
website that has the has this Senate bill and it's got little like status information and you can get a little PDF like what happened you know, when the bill got introduced here's a PDF of the date and everything and then and then it got referred to committee and then it was like a the story just stopped there according to that website and the only reason that I had information on what happened in committee is from this voters not politicians website it wasn't even like readily available like how does the public know what's going on with this stuff we don't this is why we don't know like why don't we have fun shows like this would be a lot more fun I would have loved I mean I wonder can't they show this stuff like can't Maybe it's even live and nobody just watches it because it's boring most of the time. I mean, you talk about reality TV, like why not let's let's have a reality show where we see this chair just kind of saying, ah, uh, it's not going to vote because I decided it's not going for a vote. Like how does it happen? How does it happen and nobody know, nobody gets to see this? I mean... I want to see this. I think everybody should see this. If you're going to act that way, like, let's not, you know, let's get this out in the open. Oh my gosh, this is so, I'm going to have to make it funny because it's not funny. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's sad. Like, why are these people, oh. anyway. So you're probably wondering, those of you who are watching my live, why I'm wearing my Mission U of M hat and scarf and I'm in the house and I have my little U of M bear behind me. And hold on, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this or not, but. Go, I have this little football, for those of you on the podcast, I have this little football um, scrunchy type thing that you, when you pop it, you know, when you like headed on the table or your hand or something it, it has the jingles that go blue and I don't I have no idea I've not been following sports in quite some time and I have no idea but I went out and I shoveled today because we got inches overnight and when I went out and shoveled today I had the scarf and hat on and I just I never took them off when I came in the house so I keep my house at 65 in the winter time and when you're just sitting you know doing stuff on the computer or whatever um it it's not warm at all so I have, I have layers upon layers upon layers on and I just thought yeah I'll just leave it on why not <laughs> so go blue wherever you are whatever you're doing go blue um, I'm gonna go to Lansing I, I'm gonna for some at some point of this Lainey wants to go to Lansing to see this um, bill passed I'll tell you what this has actually been super interesting I mean super fascinating this is my this is my adventure to actually be a part of something where I can see like this process of how how things happen or or if you go to that one committee and the committee chair doesn't want it to go anywhere how things don't happen so it's really interesting so stay tuned because um, when I first started this 80-day challenge, um, I thought to myself, you know, at some point, I hope I may just naturally glom on to one particular thing, and then that'll just be my thing. Like, every day, I'll give you updates on it. So this may be the thing. Um, today, um, the um, other organizer and I, uh, the one who got me into all of this originally, Asa Kaplan, he um, and I were kind of working, he set up a great Google 
sheet, like a questionnaire for volunteers to say like, hey, I'm interested in, you know, I'd be interested in calling my legislators. Um, I'd be interested in giving a presentation with the PowerPoint. I'd be interested in, a, you know, working at a, a table, volunteering at a table at an event, um, et cetera, et cetera, a couple of different options. So, and what districts, you know, what House and what Senate districts the per people are in. And it's interesting, and I have to keep reminding myself that the people who are going to be volunteering um, are going to be from both parties. And so, um, I just I have to stay nonpartisan with the whole deal, um, and which is also going to be interesting. Um, I told Asa, I'm like, you know, the couple of, there are two senators who are Democrat who are still in office that were co-sponsors of this, of this bill. And there are, I think, three or maybe a few more um, Republican ones. And I said, I, I can't stomach it. I, I'm going to have to find a Republican volunteer to be the one to interface with them because I just... I can't do it. I, I see this stuff every day and it just, things like this, like this committee chair. And um, I'm just, you know, I don't have, I don't have the stomach for that. Really, the, I, this has to be fun. I'm just going to stick with the fun parts. The fun parts are going to be reaching out to the two Democrats and, um, you know, just putting the databases together and getting, you know, kind of strategizing of what different steps that we can take and who can call who and I, who can call whom. Um, that that part will will keep it fun for me, but you know I'm trying to you know some of this got over ugh, to me. Um, I get fired up about this stuff, and it just it's not worth it. I'm really trying to focus on the fun. Stay find the flip it to the fun part. Flip flip the fears around to the how can I make this fun? How can I focus on the outcome that I want instead of getting bogged down in the things that I don't want? So to me, it's it. I think it's going to be, I'm hoping it's going to be a plus that Ruth Johnson is the committee chair now because if she, because she was a secretary of state, hopefully she will be uh, in favor of it. And, you know, if it moves favorably through committee, that would be, you know, helpful. So um, I'm going to find that out. So stay tuned tomorrow when I can get a hold of her office. I will find out. We'll see. I did... Um, send a Facebook message to messenger message to my state senator, um, um, Mallory McMorrow, and to ask her if she's familiar with it. And I mentioned I, that I was, I had crossed paths with her and she, I'm the one that gave her the flyer for it and just kind of see, you know, I couldn't remember how familiar she was with it or if it was something she was considering co-sponsoring. And so kind of getting the lay of the land with the people that I kind of know a little bit. Um, and I'll have to check with my, oops, sorry, camera. Um, my leg was just getting a little tired there. Um, with my house rep and see where he stands on it. So that, that'll be fun. Like, um, I'm just a bill watcher and I'm only a bill watcher and I'm gonna get to Lansing's Hill to watch it. <laughs> This is fun. We have to make it fun. You got to make it fun because a lot of this stuff doesn't start out fun, but I'm convinced that there's a way to funicize it, to fun size anything that we've got going on here. So that's it for now. I've got to get on. There's a conference call coming on for um, voters, not politicians. They're giving an update on uh, where that campaign is heading. So can't wait. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Um, 
comment, like, and share. Don't forget, share this with other people. And, you know, check out our Facebook group. It's called One, I'll put the link. Um, it's called One Person, One Vote Michigan. And that you'll start to keep tabs on this. This is going to be fun. We're going to um, win. We're going to have a president elected in 2020 by, po by popular vote. And Michigan can be a part of that. Let's do it. Namaste.